0: into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi there, and thanks for tuning into the pauses podcast. If you'd like to see more of my content, you can find me on YouTube at The Power City Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Positivity94 and what I'm going to do is put my landing page link in my bio. So if you press this link, you'll get access to all of my content in one place. So if you also have any questions, want to provide any feedback for the podcast, please email me at The Positivity Podcast at gmail.com Now, let's get into this episode and enjoy Hi, and welcome to the Positivity Podcast In this special episode, I do a podcast with my good friends, Josh and Tom In this podcast, we talked about current events and we kind of went with the flow, um, really, and we talked about, you know, what was happening with COVID, we talked about, um, you know, society, we talked about mindset, we touched base on, you know, uh, future goals, and in this podcast, a lot of people may not get some of the sense of humor, you know, these are my personal, very close friends of mine, and you know, this is a laid-back, um, free-flow conversation where we're just basically, you know, having a conversation and having a bit of a, you know, fun time. Um, so there is a, quite a bit of swearing in this episode. So, uh, you know, discretion is advised. Um, so, yeah, hope you enjoy this one-off episode. Tuning in, turn out. Find out how to, how to win, go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a amend. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Possibility, possibility, positivity, 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 possibility, positivity, positivity, possibility, positivity, tune in. Josh and Tom, it's, it's great to have you, have you on the podcast via um, video for the first time, all together. Well, no, thank it's a pleasure. You, thank thanks,
1: thanks for inviting me. Um, sorry about being a little bit late. As you know, I had an accident and red dye went everywhere. So my room <laughs> resembled something out of American, um, you know, Psycho. But yeah, no, it's great. It's great. And it's good to see Chash, um, Thomas, and uh, yourself as well, Adam. So yeah, sorry if I look a bit flustered because it was a red-dyed nightmare.
0: Yeah, no, it's absolutely fine. It's um, it's always great to connect with you guys, and uh, you know, for people listening, uh, Tom and Josh are good friends of mine, and we go back, you know, quite a few years, and you know, we always have good conversations. But um, I, I thought, you know, I we, I kind of do this episode around kind of current trends and things happening, um, you know, around the world and in the UK, um, and and you mentioned something that happened uh, recently, Josh. Yes, um, it
1: happened in Reading. So if you've got any international uh, viewers out there, Reading is a suburb just off uh, London. And this l- kind of links into a subject that we to speak about within this podcast regarding the downsides of social media. And this individual is a lad 13 years old, um, just just about the cusp of life, pretty much. He had a girlfriend. However, um what what did occur is uh, this girlfriend also 13 years old and um, essentially what had occurred is like, the fella um the, the young lad found out she was sending nudes 13 year olds sending nudes which is mad this is why people need to throw up discipline in the battle so start, start in the gym, yeah it does it does crazy these are just like little girls damn like 13 year olds um my day in, what 26 they weren't doing that but I'm going off on a tangent what happened is um that she posted on uh, snapchat as you know snapchat posts uh, fade once they're open but uh, they managed to screen capture it and what she stated is that this has occurred my fella is not happy with me i sent off um nudes to another another boy and um, i want to teach him a lesson i'm willing to pay 157 pounds i believe it was for him to be stamped as a lesson but i wanted to be stabbed in the hand why, seven. Cared... <laughs> why is it why is it 157
2: <laughs> why, why not 150 why why i don't know this
1: is 30 year old girl man this is pocket money times that's a lot of money damn oh, i could do a lot with yeah. that I, I, but I, I, it's crazy like aid, of course but yeah what occurred is um they agreed to meet this boy at a certain location Um, I think she went on the premise to um, her boyfriend, like, oh, let's meet up. That's just essentially, you know, um, just basically go through this. What ended up occurring is that this lad met up and people that were in the Reading Park saw like hooded figures, like small hooded figures, like Nazgul's who just raided um, Sports Direct and were wearing uh, the chubby regalia. But um, I know I'm putting a bit of humour on this, but it's disgusting yeah. what happens. They mm. got the lad, they repeatedly stabbed him to the point where he was um, dead on arrival when he went in the hospital. And oh, she's now claiming now that she's an innocent party. But... She's guilty by association. At the start of his life, 13-year-old, mm. was um, literally put to the knife, killed, um, cut his time short. And this gal um trying to claim that oh, no, it w- wasn't the intention. I just wanted this to happen. But now the screen grabs of everything that she said. Obviously, um, you know, with the nature of UK law, we can't post face, we can't post names. But, yeah, it's disgusting. And it just shows just how how like, how like toxic social media can be. A on one end of the spectrum, is a lifesaver for many who are self-isolating. Mm. But on the other, it brings up situations like this. So I just wanted both of you, just to, um, to get your opinions on the negatives of social media and um, the downside to what occurrence are you today in the UK? I, th- I, th- I think social media, it, it, um, it, in the respect in which I'm talking about
2: that, that kid getting stabbed, I think um, I think they're, w- they're way too young to be having stuff like Snapchat uh, and and stuff like that. I didn't get a phone until I was, what, I don't know, like 14, 15. And even then it was a Nokia way where you would play Snake on it. But now we're seeing kids with iPads and stuff. And I, I don't think that's good. I think it's affecting um how how, how they grow up on that. And obviously in, in this situation, yeah, it's like really, really messed up. Like she probably put that out there, not actually meaning it. And now it's and now it's come back on it. And she's gonna pretty much spend the rest of her life thinking about every day how how she got that uh, her boyfriend or whoever it was, like killed and that's that's, that's on her she's probably gonna grow up all messed
0: up now yeah no I, I agree and I think I think like you said there's two sides social media um, it's a tool really and I think it's how you use it and you know there's a lot of negativity there's a lot of positive stuff on there but the thing is like you know if people are using it to bully someone they don't have to even, they can cre- create a fake profile yeah. you don't even have to put your real name or picture. And you can cut someone down, say what you want, yeah. And that happens on a daily basis. And my, I my think
2: Mike used to do that to me every, every week. I used to get those. Mike would create fake Instagram accounts and message me just random shit. Sorry for swearing. Um, I so know, you, you, you you definitely get that sort of aura of um, anonymity or however you say it with with social media. I don't think that's good. But
0: I, th- yeah. I think one of the worst places for it is Twitter. I, I, I just put what I need to put on Twitter and then I get, I get off it. You know, it's like Facebook. Yeah. Facebook and Twitter. Um, you, you have to be careful because you could put something and everyone has an opinion. That's absolutely fine. That's life. But you could put something and someone might not like it and then they could say something negative to you and then you take that on and then you might be stuck with that. And yeah. you see with celebrities all the time, they post things. And, you know, it's no good for your mental health if you're continually looking at all that stuff. So I think there's two sides of the spectrum to it. But, you know, people do use it for, you know, not very nice things, especially, you know, with what that girl did. And the thing is, people can then frame somebody, put it on social media or threaten them. And it's out there in the public and, you know, on the wide
2: web. So you have to be quite mindful. It's just people not, not, not taking accountability pretty much. Um, so on
1: that accountability spectrum that we're on at the moment, um, I've got to put this in like a, like a sociology standpoint. As we know, there's two forms of socialisation. It's primary, which is you inherit that from your family. So let's say you're in a typical nuclear family, dad, mum, or, you know, um, and you're within that household, you learn from them. But then secondary is just when you're going into your teenage years. And that's where you basically, it's like a tribe mentality. You find... You find like a clique that you see yourself with and you strive to be within that group and at the moment in time because obviously it's lockdown and in yesteryear it used to be video games like when we were young video games used to be blamed and other things used to be blamed as well however social media started kicking off right when we were younger but now there is the insidious side to it and um it's going to be it's not going to be long before the blame game starts where they start going, casting aspersions, like, yes, it's um, these influences which are starting this. But um, what I what I essentially want to get at is um, the role of social media in, in influencing um, negatively, like Charles' mind. Because you mentioned something which I want to pick up. Big thing is self-esteem. So a lot of people, social media, is basically like clothes that we wear is a projection of yourself. So you put yourself out there and Nowadays, it used to be where you used to have that dickhead of a bully, um, but then you didn't have to see him. But now it's always present. It's ever-present. Your phone's in, the, in your pocket next to your bollocks, and you get a, a buzzer, and you hear it, and you're just going to get a bully saying something. So it's continuous, and it's anonymous, they're, they're anonymous as well, so you never know. So, um, you you do, you do have the option Whether people, whether, like, whether more, more sort of guidelines, what? looking at that, is a good thing, but on the flip side, that does lead to censorship. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on censorship and also having accountability, because a lot of these people are not accountable for what they've done. Like for instance, this girl is trying to, damn this, to say that, I had no intention of giving this money. It was just um, sort of a jest and these people did it. However, the end result, a young lad died Clever hmm. lad like lad, that, lad. not that makes a difference, but yeah. A young lad died, and this girl is claiming it's not her fault, she had no intention. But either way, I just wanted to get your thoughts upon it and see what I mean, both is of she things. Is she like, is she old enough to like really 13. mean what she says?
2: Like, I, I'm sure at 13, we at 13 years old, we all said stuff we didn't mean. I think if if someone took that literally and then went to go kill him. Then I think I think that's that's on them. She, it's, it, she, she's obviously the one at fault for putting it out there, but obviously it should have just been seen as oh she's suspended or, or or whatever. I think the the person who actually took it literally and picked up the knife and did it, they're the one who's messed up. They're they're the one who's weird in the head and actually went and go go killed this this young lad. Um, but personally, I think after the age of eighteen. Um, you're you're responsible for what you do. You're not responsible for what others do. But I think there needs to be tougher sort of restrictions on kids using social media. Like mm. I don't know how old you have to be to be able to sign up to say Snapchat or Twitter. But it's too easy for people to create. Say a 13 year old creates an account, says they're 18. That's it. That they've 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 got an account and they're now vulnerable and open to the the, the big world of everyone's opinions. I, I, I think social media giants should be doing a lot more to prevent young people from being on social media because too many kids have got Snapchat. Like, it's it's weird. I, th- I think with that as well, I think they
0: did change the age. I think Facebook or Snapchat did change the age at one point. Bro.
2: Well, you
1: don't need proof to say you how just, old you are on it. It's you bloody put to a bloody outpatient on Facebook, so yeah, it's how, how they monitor it. You but, know?
0: I think, like, ultimately, the, the mental health aspect of social media as well. Like, you have to be balanced with it. Even for me and what I do it, during the week, I put my podcast on there, I put on content. But on on, on the weekend, I try and have a bit of a break from it. You know, for my own kind of headspace. You know, mm-hmm. I, I even I have to have that balance. Um, but a lot of people, they're looking at other people's lives, and it's so easy to do. You can compare yourself to where, how, so why. How someone else looks, and you're to think, oh, my life's not so good because that person's driving an XYZ car or something. I mean, there's that aspect to it as well. But people ultimately, like you said, need to be accountable for what they say and do. And the things you post on social media can affect your could affect your business, you know, the mm. way people perceive you, you know, your mm. life, your credibility. And I think, like you said, people need to. Be a certain age, or they need to kind of have this kind of uh, education around, you know, social media. Because like thirteen-year-old kids on Snapchat saying stupid things and making threats can can be kind of blown out of proportion.
2: Definitely.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's that's a interesting point that you just made. There, you mentioned a lot, and this this affects adults. This affects um, a lot of people. Body positivity, whatever people project on Facebook their best rates so for instance that person um, that's showing oh, I've got an LDRA I've got um, this household look at me but they don't know the person inside that person could be crushed for all he knows he could be working and um, working his ass off ridiculously and he's probably paying um, Peter, Paul, he owes a lot of money you don't know but the same thing is basically I'm sorry if swearing it's a dick-waving contest that's what it is is people going oh look at me yeah but a lot of it's, it's like with anything like you, you find it a lot with like poorer communities and even overseas like people that were born in, in impoverished areas when you get the chance this is not a generalization but you, you do see it like you see people wearing like gucci and all this sort of stuff and you think in your head how on earth do you afford that um, but then when you look at it, they're, they're probably Wish. not so, well, not probably not doing this. Casting aspersions, but you don't know. But it's, it's all just a facade. That's what it is. Yeah. I think a lot it of people will that, see this um... and it reflects on them negatively. And thus also with big media, when he says certain things, like with this whole bit of a tangent, this whole COVID thing, people are like infatuated to the to the extent that they're worrying about they're, they're in constant fear. Uh, or on the other end of the spectrum and going oh it's bollocks there's no middle ground so media and social media are kind of intertwined and it's um you know it's just constantly evolving constantly adapting but either way um at the same time you the person looking at it um you can respond to it negatively you can respond to it positively but at the same time just Recant that is not the true person reflecting themselves.
2: Yeah, does that it's make just, sense? So, so, social media, yeah, one hundred percent makes sense. But like social media, just a lot of people see it as them trying to sell themselves, and it falls back on that that sort of um, primate instinct of wanting to be liked and loved by everyone. So if they go over and above on their social media posting, oh, I've got X Y Z, they they think subconsciously that people are going to start liking them more. And wanting to be their friend and their and their popularity goes up. So I think that's why that's why people do it. Or if they're trying to make up for something that they lack, say um they 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 get such and such car pay over fucking arm the leg for it, but they're they're just trying to fill a gap of something they haven't got in their life with that. Um so it all it all falls back to this this sort of trying to be liked, um doing what we see what we perceive to be happiness and, and posting crap On Facebook, I remember me, me and Adam touched up on this in, in our last podcast actually about, um, you know, getting into relationships for the sake of being in a relationship and how, how that's not good. Um, but but yeah, it, I think post what you said about impoverished areas and then wearing a Gucci belt like, you don't know what the story behind that is. They could have got it off, off like wish.com or something like that, you know, like a fake or something. Um, but I think. Mm-hmm. People who, who who post like Gucci stuff on their social media, I think they're just trying to fill a gap for something that they don't have, perhaps in, in their yeah. life. That, that's that's my take on it, at least.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's one of those good points. And I think, you know,
2: I, I when I if I post something, I, I
0: don't. Some people have that need to to please other people, or they they kind of want to have that gratification and that those likes because it makes them feel good and they get caught up in that loop of posting stuff to get likes to fuel their ego and i think if you post something you just got to post it because you like it not just because you want to get likes to make you feel good
2: like it yeah
0: i i put things out because i i just enjoy it and i like it i don't have any expectations from it and i think that's the kind of it's different. It can be difficult because I used to be in that loop where I post things to get likes, you know, like a couple of years back. But but now, you know, it, it's not good for you, and it's not the right way to be. But I think, you know, with, with people, po- you know, having certain things in certain areas, it does kind of raise questions because I've I've seen that sometimes on online, and you think, how on earth have you got that car in an area like that? Like, and half the time, people now, you can rent. To, to have a yes. picture taken next to a jet or a car, so it yes. might not even be their car or their bike. So, I mean, that's sort of another rabbit hole you can go down. But um, I think you know, there's, there's pros and cons social media. I mean, with have i mean, I don't go too much into politics, but you know, like Facebook, you know, with the election, you know, and all of that. There's there's all these kind of uh, narratives, but you know, like there's a, these social media companies have a lot of power and. There's a documentary on it called "The Social Dilemma," and it's like, you know, you how how do you kind of regulate it and stop it?
2: Mm. So, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I watched crazy. that documentary. Um, it it was quite good, and it, it it basically just told us everything that we already know. That big big media sites like Facebook, Twitter, etc., that they're just manipulating stuff to to try and get us down try and create certain habits like spending and stuff because it all comes down to money at the end of the day um but that 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 documentary is pretty much just basically clarifying that big tech companies are uh, creating trends on behalf of someone else or to, to to get us to change the way we think about consumer products and and how we buy stuff but yeah it all comes down to money at the end of the day and who, who which company has the most data on the most amount of people and uh, that's 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 the dick contest between the big tech companies i think who has the most users and stuff um yeah True. That's, True. I think-
1: oh, Bill Gates. that's horrible anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> an <engine. laughs> but yeah um, it looks at, it looks at your cookies it looks at your browser history and then for the uninitiated they'll it like oh this is made for me but a lot of them oh god a lot of it is um and the game I, I want to be apolitical, but a lot of social media is, um, like is a prior in terms of um, jumping on like uh, bandwagons. Like, for instance, um, look, when you when you look at um, when you look like um, the reports within America at the moment, obviously it's a travesty going to uh, the Capitol building and taking over, but they take limited photographs and they try and spin it where it's a race thing. So that creates more animosity. It creates more of a division. Like I don't think personally, yeah. I don't think social media is um, forms a unity. It just form it just forming separate fans. Whereas divine and concrete, I've never experienced it where there's literally, um, where it's just so much far left element, so much far right. For me, I'm 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 left. I'm left. I'm, I'll say I'm quite liberal, but um, if you don't share all the same ideals, I mean basically or the right looks at you look at like you're Trotsky or something like that. And so basically you can't be a middle ground. You have you have to select it. It, Again it goes back to that tri mentality where Mm. you basically have to feel included within something. And especially now a lot a lot of the people are just basically trapped within their four walls, wanking themselves into a coma because there's nothing better to do. So uh, they look at this thing and it gives them ratification, self-importance. And um, they basically feel part of a movement because to be honest, it's not great at the moment. Like you can't go outside a pub. I can't see my partner. Uh, I've not properly seen this since October. And um, um, what this brings me to my next topic um, that I thought was quite interesting is, again, is to do with influence of social media and the youth. But this is where people, there's a lot more extremism. There's a lot more far right. There's a lot more far left. Um, Christ, they had pipe bombs within the Capitol building, and there's um, there's been a lot of it's Cobra, isn't it? Um, that's mm. that anti-terrorism thing within the UK. It's not G I Joe, it's Cobra, and um, there's been <laughs> so many reports of um, extremism, and this is this is from like young younger generation, like people handing out. I don't think ED. I'm not. I don't think EDL was a thing. It might be still a thing, but there's people handing out flies for for that and. Racial attacks, xenophobia, and also the other end of the spectrum where, you know, you've got, the, you've got certain extremists within Black Lives Matter. For instance, one of my close friend Charles, he's a, he's a Afro-Caribbean lad, um, and he's got a white partner. And uh, one of the people from Black Lives Matter went, you don't represent us. you go out of a white woman. What bollocks is that? Like, the way to end racism is to stop talking about, stop fixating on it, and treat right. other people as, you know, humans. So... Yeah, so basically just your thoughts in terms of how it's not just insidious, it's creating extremism where people are dying essentially at the end of the day, because course, of it, or want to commit heinous acts. I, I think like social
0: media is pretty, you know, how, it, how people perceive it and how it can be kind of conveyed, things can be conveyed a cert, to, to look like a certain way. And it's, there's a lot of power in that because it can change the way people think and act and make them do things based on what they've seen on social media. Um, like, you know, a lot of things that happened. I mean, there's... there's um, On that Social D- Dilemma pr- uh, documentary, they, they looked at these events that happened in, um, I think, parts of Asia where, you know, they tried over... Lots of people got killed and things like that. There was, like, a lot of things that
2: happened. Uh, and then politics. What, what event was that?
0: I, wow. and I don't know the, the ins and outs, so I haven't got it in my head or in black and white, but there, there was events that happened based on, you know, the social media and the, and the content that, you know, made people angry and perceive things a certain way, you know, things of the government. To
2: take more accountability, probably. And um, yeah. the way to influence, you know, the, the, the masses, essentially. And about the, the, the left wing, right wing, it's just people reacting to political events that they like or or, or don't like. Obviously, you know, on one side you got you got Trump, Mister Maga. then the other side you've got you've got uh, Sleepy Joe, uh, and people are just reacting to to what they like and don't like, pretty much. Um, that's that's probably yeah. I, I mean, right what 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 makes me
0: concerned is like you know the security breach on that building. It's like you know where where is the security for people just to. Rampage
2: yeah. into the the White House. I mean, That's true. If- so uh, Kamala Harris uh, put she she tweeted this: "We have witnessed two systems of justice—one that let extremists storm the U.S. Capitol yesterday, and another that released tear gas on peaceful protesters last summer. It's simply unacceptable." And Kamala Harris is basically trying to spell hatred against the police because uh, she says that the police weren't tough enough on the people on the Capitol building um, over the past few days. And she's on about the, the uh, BLM movement um, when the police were releasing tear gas on them, but calling them peaceful protesters. There's a bit of a question mark over that. Um, but yeah, so tweets like that will, will influence how people think and how they, how they react because it's a action and a reaction, you know. Um, but I, I agree with what Madeline said about the racism. In, in the words of, uh, oh, what's the legend's name? Morgan Freeman. Just, yeah, he stop talk talking about it. about it. Yeah, just stop talking about it. Stop referring to someone as a white man, black man, whatever, and just refer to them as man. And, and mm. you'll, you'll, you'll see racism um, slowly wither away and die if you give racist platforms, like if you create news articles on it, it's just giving them the, the uh, publicity that they want, pretty much, and gives mm. the thing to continue. Yeah.
1: I think yeah. that, it's... Sorry, Adam. No, that's fine. Because I say saying, in terms of racism, I think it's much more prominent within the Western world, because it's media, it, it creates articles. In turn, that creates revenue, it gives them capital. Uh, for instance, when I went overseas, I volunteered um, in Kenya, uh, not for a long period, so a period of three months, but obviously, where I was, was um, on the border of Tanzania, a place called Loi Toptok, so very, very very rural. It's Masai Lines, near the Savannah, you know, where David does all his documentaries of um, you know elephant sex and stuff. So yeah, near, near there. And um, obviously, b- being being a white man, I was they refer to him as Mzungus, um, and also being a redhead, <laughs> you know, um, so probably the most probably the most dangerous job. Oh no, yeah, um, I'm melanin deficient. Ah, oh, let's go to a scorching part of the earth. But um, either way, like obviously they they got independence within. I think it's within 19, 1958. Or, I, I don't know the actual facts in terms of the yeah. date. However, um, it's not a polarizing issue in terms of race. It's more um, tribal conflicts. Because, like we have counties, they have tribes. And, like in the UK, um, for instance, if you look at it this way, we're from Nottingham. We we race not like people for derby, because of football. But in, ter- in terms of race issue, I felt, you know nothing out there it wasn't so much white black it was like thank you for coming here well welcome to, to my communi- community obviously it was a difference but um they didn't see it as a hindrance they didn't see race as um sort of a hindrance that will stop you preventing everything it's much more meritocracy so based upon your own merit yes there are elements of corruption within there which is an absolute shame however the ethic out there is uh, is not. The, the family unit is a lot more integral, the community is a lot more integral. Um, if you work hard, it pays off. And their focus is more upon that, on unionship, and trying to connect like, the tribal communities to essentially have a cosmopolitan society, which doesn't really dwell so much on race. Yes, cl- uh, colonialism was an issue, and yes, that is taught within there. However, they're in, more in depth, so they're looking at the whole scale of uh, black history. In the UK, we just essentially colonialisation, civil rights, done. Over there, looking at the Berber Empire, looking at Hannibal, looking at other great people, which they can aspire to. But um, in terms of race, no, issue because of race. Like, over here, like, you get certain people on TV with, like, oh, what's a new PCQ word? There's no political practice out there. It's just, you're black and white. Um, you've, really got you, you've got to take taking the, the, the piss out of being white and which is mm-hmm. what we need to do You right You now. got taken the piss out for being white
2: in Africa, Madeline, you told me.
1: Well, no, I wasn't taking the piss out. I just, I just got Mzungu and just assumed that I was minted. because so it, it was a white <laughs> person coming in. So, like, so, so for it, people I'm listening, they've no got, got a nickname
2: for you based on the color of your skin. That, that is, pr- that, I'd, I'd class that as racism. If they've got a nickname for you based on the color of your skin, Madeline, that,
1: that is it's racism. It's just, just another way of saying white man. It's just white, black. There's no, there's no issue within a western sort of mindset you think oh they're focusing on my skin color but it's not it's not like a snide comment it's just stating facts like white black so so for for people
0: listening what does what does that word mean Mazungu? white man that's what it means yeah
1: that's what it means so yeah it's just well it's the most obvious trait for instance if you're probably the only white person in the mile, you're not going to go um, like we do when trying to explain a black person, uh, the person was six foot and has got brown <laughs> eyes, like they're not as bothered. They're just like, yeah, he's white, he's black. There's no issue. There's, mm. there's there's no there's nothing negative behind that. There's no calentations which make make it bad. So that's what I'm suggesting now. We've um, as a society we should have progressed. We were the first to abolish the slave trade. We realised how negative and how heinous and horrible it was. Um, yes, we're not perfect as a Windrush generation, but we shouldn't be so fixated on the aesthetics of another person, whether they're just because you've got more melanin or you know less melanin than the other person. It doesn't matter. Being, being a skin color isn't a culture, it's just yeah. culture is where you're from, it's just aesthetics. Yeah, think We're raised I? to create negative connotations towards each other. So that's why I think it's bad in society now, but that's the focal point. And that's why what me and Cheshire and Morgan Freeman saying, stop talking about it. You know, mm.
0: I, I think I think as well, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there's like, uh, I saw a lot of articles where they are saying that, you know how, it's like you're talking about slavery and things like that and, and trauma. It's, it's passed on. That, that trauma for when those people have gone through that, their ancestors and when they have kids, that they, you know, we take on unresolved things from our you know our ancestors and our parents and their parents in our DNA and our wiring is that it is so raw in people because it's all this unresolved and all this trauma that you know our ancestors have been on, and you know through them having kids and having kids etc. Over time, it you know it's still raw. It's still raw. Um, you know, you think of. I won't go down too much of a rabbit hole. But for me, on my granddad's side, they're Native American Indians on my granddad's side. And even if I see trees being cut down, which, you know, sounds really weird, I feel – I kind of feel it. It's just in me, in my wiring, where it affects me. But then I think about, you know, my granddad's side and, in you know, the natives and the things they went through um, – you know, I get I get triggered by, it, and I think that's kind of similar to like you know racism and, and, and slavery and all of this as well. People are being triggered by it because it's just you know in their in their makeup. You know, it's it's something that's still kind of raw, and we are all triggered by you know by by it in different ways. Um, I, think, I think that's
2: by, by association, pretty much, isn't it? That's just it doesn't. It's never really anything that affects you personally, but you feel yeah. like you have some sort of. Um like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Allegiance, as it were, to, yeah. to uh, de- descendants, that, that, you, as you said, you might get triggered by it. But, I mean, I, I don't really know much about that subject. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to look more into it. But I think, you know, with slavery, it still goes on today. I mean, there's, like, modern-day modern, modern day slavery. I don't know if there's, like, more slavery now
2: yeah. than there right. was back there's then. Uh, Dubai, yeah. Dubai was built on slavery.
1: Yeah, um, no. interesting fact. Where do you think the word "slave" comes from?
0: It's um, is it Egyptian or Arabic no. or something?
1: No, it was um, oh, no. Persian Empire, so the Ottoman Empire, and um, they they were known for, known for having the largest amount of slaves, subservience, and um, they used, they had eunuchs, where they used to get from Africa. Um, but in terms of slave, where it comes from, um, during a lot of their a lot of their sort of holy wars and um, taking over and occupying other lands, they went to Slovakia, and um, they took a lot of the people there. And the word Slovakia, because they're known to be the best slaves, the word slave comes from there. So that's where the word, as we know it, slave comes from. So there's been a lot of this in the past. And what you mentioned in terms of, like, innate sort of, not animosity but empathy, I'll say. For instance, American heritage, you can put it in your shoes. So there is that there, but throughout history, um, people have, um, like for instance, uh, red hair. You could see Celtic or Sinai. We were taken mm. over by by the Romans and and thus. But either way, um, it's just it's because it's fresh. It's fresh. It's mod. It's relatively modern history in the past four hundred years. And yes, um, we can't right the wrong, Society is built upon that, and it is absolutely terrible. Um, so it's not to be dismissed, it's to bear in mind, but just to learn from it, not fixate on it, and work in unison if it can happen. But the mm. problem is, um, and this is uh, Black Lives Matter, it's, a, it's an admirable, um, you know, is you know sort of movement. However, the way that media is looking into it is like, oh, yeah, um, they want this, or oh, let's cancel a few TV shows, which is stupid. Like, do you think Black Lives Matter gives... Two flying fucks about faulty towers. <laughs> no, like <laughs> they want to put the message out there to sort of, um, yeah, basically just to state <laughs> like, yes, we want equality, we want the police to be reformed, we want this, we want that, and all that's creating is you've got like the white middle class going, look at them with the faulty towers. Oh no, <clears throat> how dare they? And it's just cr- there's a constant vicious cycle. Like there's no way mm. of rectifying it. I'm not stating out here to rectify the world's wrongs. But I think, I think just a discussion Say, what do you want? How can we do it? Instead of assuming, a lot of it is based upon assumptions. And a lot of people now are worried about offending the other party. Offence, mm. unfortunately, is part of the human nature. And it's whether you adapt or whether you succumb to it. Like, for instance, look, like Bill Gates, he was definitely bullied. Look at him look at me it looks like an armadillo wearing glasses he probably got no pussy in college but then he became (laughs) this intellectual invested in myself and look at him now he's like you bullied me but now pretty much you have my devices within your hands you've got on your computer and yeah so unfortunately there's always going to be negativity in the world there's always going to be that yin and yang is trying to counteract that and also as back to the social media thing as a person looking at people you know like, like you said with the fancy cars and stuff like that and you reject your insecurities by looking at it but at the same time is to aspire to it like at the end of the day is what makes you happy what yeah. you believe in and that shouldn't be swayed it shouldn't be influenced You have to. i think now it's just a lack of self-morals and a lack of motivation yeah. and that's why suicide is so so high the suicide rate because especially with the men, because we have got no set agenda, we have got nothing to aspire to. And I think just looking at social media, that instantly reflects on them, like, oh crap, I'm not a provider.
0: Mm. You've got,
1: four, you've got you know, four walls, you've got a roof in your head, you've got the mm. meals, you've got your family. I think a lot of it is just, is worth has been shifted from family, emotional ties, and it's been shifted to materialistic things. And mm. that's a negative connotation of social media. Yeah, I, th-
0: yeah. I think that's it as well and you know people are more than just their likes and their followers and you know um you know I don't post anything to gain likes or followers at all that just kind of comes with with you know what what you do and I think if you've got something to prove you know don't don't post post stuff out there to prove it to other people you know do something to prove it to yourself like I I put stuff you know to, to prove you know to be a better person the next day and that kind of thing for my own self I don't post stuff to try and want to gain something, do you know what I mean? But like people have got it completely flipped round them backwards and they're caught in that cycle because it can be addictive, it can be addictive because you post something, you get 20 likes, you feel good, oh I'm going to post something else oh I'm going to do this and some people are caught up in that loop and you know, they, people don't actually know themselves sometimes because they're so caught up in all of that and it's a distraction from what's actually going on mm. um, it's it's, it's important to talk about, and I think, you know, we we're touching base on some some key things that people should, you know, look, look at and, and, and think about. I was just thinking as well, like, you know, with that, should we talk about that WhatsApp, you know, how WhatsApp are being, you know, they've bought their own by Facebook and they're changing. They had an update recently, whereas if you want to continue using WhatsApp by is it the February 8th, then you need to agree to the terms. And they're sharing, you know, our conversations, you know, storing them.
2: Yeah, that's why that's why we switched to a more secure uh, chat service, didn't we? I don't, we, weren't, we weren't going to detail, yeah. but it's like an encrypted is it an encrypted one or something like that? It's it's I completely think. encrypted. Yeah, so it means that there's there's no record basically of what of what we talk about because we get well paranoid obviously about our chat, <laughs> it, about chats. Elon Musk yeah. talked about it. Elon
0: Musk put a tweet out saying use
2: yeah X Y Z. He did. Yeah, I think some other people did as well.
0: I've got another question. I, I, this question I, I only asked it on one podcast, but I, I thought it's it's quite a good uh, thing to ask. I'll, I'll start with um, Tom can start if you want, or Josh. But if you could sit, if you could have a meal around a table with three people who are alive, anyone who We're would alive. they be? In, who would they be and why? If you could have a meal with two or three people and you could pick anybody who's alive, who would it be and why? or one or like someone who stands out to you or someone who you like or someone um, who you interested to talk to. and talk to
1: depends who's paying for the meal <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. this D- depends first. where we're eating
2: first
1: yeah a- a- anywhere so, if it could be anywhere uh,
0: and you could sit with two or three people if you can think of one that's fine uh, do you want me to start I can f- I'll can.
2: think of Okay. I think I know who yours would be
0: Um, I, yeah, I'd I'd like to, I'd say Gary Vee, obviously. Joe Rogan. And then, yeah, Joe Rogan.
2: And... Interesting. You haven't thought about this, have you, before asking No,
0: I I have, it's just gone on my head. Uh, probably, um, who's the actor I like?
2: Trying to think. Leonardo DiCaprio's son. Yeah,
0: Leonardo DiCaprio, pretty cool to set up, to have a meal with.
1: Yeah. I think I think a good, good session and cool. people smacking weed. Yeah. It sounds like, sounds like some sort of delicatessen meal. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mr. Rogan, I won't have the marriage and whatnot. <laughs> 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 but what musicians Aragorn in Lord of the Rings, Medland? Oh, I can't remember. It's, it's some crazy Czechoslovakian name. But. Um, just search that it loud. search it on the internet you'd be jamie from joe rogan jamie search it what's the guy's yeah, name
0: <laughs> yeah T- <laughs> flip it up flip it up um yeah. what, what about musicians Madeline? i know you're into music if you could sit yeah. around table with any musicians
1: so if we're talking about a life um first things first so i'd be my family because I, I value them more but if we mm, are doing hypotheticals mm-hmm. um i will say sean ryder he's a. Uh, if people don't know who sean ryder is He's a Mancunian artist, he was in Happy Mondays, terrible musician, but he just <laughs> likes a lot of fun and he's got a good rhythm to it. Um, basically this guy, you know, did that Electric Avenue song, forgot his name now, it Escapes Me, but he had mm. a place in Barbados. Sean Ryder got addicted to crack and decided to <laughs> completely ruin his recording <laughs> studio. Like one of the executives from Factory Records flew over uh-huh. and it was Sean Ryder and Bez, who's famous for records. We're stealing the sofas to sell him at the port of Barbados to sell for crap. <laughs> and also now, he's giving up drugs and stuff, and he does oh, podcasts about aliens. He's, <sighs> he's mental, but he'll be great. So I'll have him for one. And I'll have um, Anthony Cleodis from One of the Chili Peppers, because mm. great musician, influenced by funk and all that sort of stuff. Has had a fast life. like Again, he was very much into addiction, but now he's stopped. He hasn't done t- drugs or drink for the past 20 years. Mm. He um just eats a pescatarian, just as that surfs, injects himself with something called ozone, which is to increase his natural antibodies. And just because it'd be so funny to have him on there, it'd be such a weird dinner, Jordan Peterson. Yes, sound like, someone like find Trump, mancunian artists and um you know and that sounds Cleaver. interesting.
0: Jordan Peterson's an interesting guy.
1: And I'm trying to think what will eat, it'll be the most awkward dinner. So we all bearing mind, I'd be petrified in front of these celebrities, so all the rips. So,
2: <laughs> so I'd
1: do that, break the ice. Hands before few fingers, bruises. obviously. <laughs> so yeah, and the purpose of it, it would just be a laugh, it would be funny. Jordan yeah. Peterson would be like, I'm not teasing your pronouns. And Sean Morado yeah. would just say something Mancunian like, fuck off all that. Excuse the swearing. <laughs> Nancy Clearest would probably just be jamming. So yeah, I just think it'd be a laugh. Um, That's I don't pretty want to cool. Have, I'm there to eat food. I'm not there for a debate. Like, mm. I'm the yeah. stratosphere. I'm like,
0: shut up, yeah. dickhead. I'm eating my ribs. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Have
1: you thought of anything, Chesh? Uh, I mean, like, a-
2: actor-wise, I Penny think I'd like to have um, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Johnson. And yeah. um, Will Ferrell. I think those three... Yeah, round the table. That, that
1: that would be a good uh mix. That would be a good um,
2: mix. That would be, yeah.
1: Think about all the protein in a meal with Dwayne and Matt Albert having my monster yeah. <laughs> shits for the next three weeks. Good shits galore. We're having steak. <laughs> Will Ferrell probably eat jelly beans? Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> he but he I did like, that um, film. There, a bowl of jelly beans and
0: rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> I was Sorry, I was I was thinking as well, like, um, do you know, like, goal setting and New Year's resolutions, do you think they work? Do you think that, um, you know, like, have you guys, what do you guys think around that? You know, when people think about doing things or setting goals, do you guys have a way of writing things down or whatever, or planning? Do you think, you know, having a mindset around that, you know, do you think that works?
2: Or do you think it's kind of down to um, each person? It's more, more, more down to the individual. Mm. I think it, con- consistency then becomes habit, doesn't it? And people go, oh, New Year's resolution, this, that, and the other, and then they're back to the old habits uh, two days later. Um, but I mean, I think the most popular New Year's resolution is to, to go gym and lose weight, but we can't do that. Because none of the gyms are open. Um, I, I did want to go back to gym, but there's, obviously none <laughs> of them are open, so I'm screwed. Um, yeah. But no, I think... I think uh, like New Year's resolution and goals, you you really have to you really have to invest yourself in it to see results. And a mm-hmm. lot of people just don't have that sort of inclination to put in the effort for mm-hmm. for, for that. If they do, then then good on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what I do you think? Mean, it's George? self-deprecating because again,
1: it's a thing like, oh yeah, I'm doing this New Year New Me. <laughs> <laughs> You're just there with <laughs> deep, with some horrible I'm going. I'm going to go to gym. No, shut up much. No, um, to be honest, I don't think any resolution should be met. I don't think you should just have, oh, I've got an epiphany. I'm going to be, um, what do you call it, a swagway rapper. <laughs> but no, I think if you've got goals, they shouldn't just be come up out of thin air just because you're looking at yourself in the your mirror and you're going, oh, my gosh, I've got saggy tits. No, it should be maintained. What? It should always always maintain your ideal. Like, for instance, if you've got an idea, don't just have it in the start of the year. Just maintain it and work towards it because it's what's going to happen. By the end of the year, If you've got, oh, I haven't, I haven't attained my goal. <laughs> like, this brings me to one of my famous sayings, <laughs> and I love it. Everyone's a genius, but you can't expect a fish to climb a tree. So that's Albert mm. Einstein. Like, everyone's got the potential, but not everybody's got the facet to know what, what mm. they're good at. And yeah, I think New Year Resolutions are a load of bollocks. It's just for basic bitches who um, shop at Dorothy Perkins and make themselves feel a little bit better. Because at the end of the day, Obviously. you're still going to be fat. You're still going to have saggy tits. It's so much put on social media. Yeah, and you put it on social media. Like, oh, look at me. I've got a few likes. Yeah, whatever. Well, uh, shut up. So, no. <laughs> I have a lot of hate for the question. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think like you said, it, it comes down to the person. I think if you want to set goals, you got to do it for yourself. And it, it takes that discipline, doesn't it? It takes a lot of self-discipline to stay on track with something. Um, and you've got to do it for the right reasons, haven't you? Like if you're, you know, actually, if you're in a place where you don't feel so good, then, then set goals up, you know, you're going to make you feel good or benefit your health, isn't it? You know, like, because... I think that's kind of where it's at. But like, you know, people send, send New Year's New Year goals. Like, I, I put a post, I was like, you don't have to tell people about it. You know, yeah. keep it to yourself. Your you, don't, you know, yeah. you see people put it on social media, this is what I'm going to do this year.
2: I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not interested oh, about you. Sure. You, you fucking going green. We, 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 why, why, why would we care? Just mm. tell your friends if you really want to tell someone, just tell them that you're doing it. You don't need to go okay, You, you Facebook. Facebook. don't care how, how many yeah. times
1: you your cats or your day, you stupid bent. No, I, don't <laughs> less. I don't care about your life unless you're a close friend of mine. You know, yes, I'd like to do the right thing. You know, the right thing, not some mm. person on Facebook that goes, Yeah, I'm going to like it this because, yeah, I mm. yeah, probably went to a photo about 10 or five times. I'm going to like it. She what? knows. She knows. So, yeah, or vice versa. But I- I'm talking a myth now. I just think, I just think, you know, your goals are for you. Like, I've got my own goals that I want to aspire hmm. to, but again, it's gradual. I know it's not going to be that you know a lot. A lot of great success stories is not just like fathomed out of thin air. It's because you work a lot and you work and you work and graft. Men in the twenties, this is a time where you don't have the best jobs. You're either unemployed or you just graft it. You don't just go, oh yes, I'm the CEO at Nike and 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 making these new shoes for seals or whatever bollocks. It don't happen overnight. Success at this stage, you're building foundations for the rest of your life, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You're putting the bedrock in and then you're going in the direction that you want to or at the same time, you're on the fence next to the bedrock thinking, what am I going to aspire to be? But making decisions, flipping ones, going, this is what I want to do. I want to give up smoking. What's going to happen? You probably have a cigarette and then you feel crap and then go, oh no, it's work, work in progress. It's, that's mm-hmm. all yes, it, that's it is. It. Yes. L- l- life, as religion puts it, is suffering. But, like, I mean, that sounds quite damning. But at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be. It's just developing. So develop yourself, but not overnight, not over things, you know, that you think looks good. Good on mm. your mantelpiece of Facebook.
2: <laughs> That's it, man. That's it.
1: Yeah.
2: Miracles that happen overnight, unless you win the lottery, obviously. Yeah, mm. that'd be good. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree with what, you. I think they're really what great would points. You spend 10 million on Medland if you won the lottery.
1: Oh, I don't know. To be honest, like, I, I like quite a modest place. So, um, yeah, modest place. Um, probably probably invest in housing uh, make it more affordable but if I can. But obviously, you know, it's so a break even because it's day one. And then travel. I, look, I love to travel. And then probably just be, end up being a bum artist because I've always liked <laughs> So I'd be there with like a big long care. I wanted a lottery and I didn't spend it on <laughs> <any> cocaine. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what i probably do. Just
2: have a bit of fun. But you don't have to have money to have fun, but it certainly got done helps, Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys- it's definitely. What do you do, Josh? Uh What if I won 10 million? Uh, hmm. I think i would be a property mogul. And Grand Cardone times two. I have a Bentley. And. Uh, yeah go on go buy a place in New York
1: mm.
2: buy a, buy an apartment in New York and use it as like a holiday home and then let it out um and then I can go there whenever I want can't I first class obviously or business class on on American Airlines British mm. Airways whatever that would be cool um i don't think i'd just set the interest really what mm.
1: about what about the pollution from the planes <laughs> you got so I really many You're not going to really care, are you? <laughs> no. Oh, wow. so. he's uh, yeah, you, I'm assuming these
0: tattoos. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think what? What do you I do? Think me, I I buy a podcast studio, um, obviously, and yeah, I, I I donate some money back to the um because I, I was in like special care unit in the in the QMC when I was born, so I I donate some money towards them. You know, for what they did, and what they do, um, I'd, cool. I'd save, I'd save it, I'd save a portion of it and invest it. I, d- I don't know what investments I'd invest it in, but I'd invest it wisely. Um, I'd buy a nice car, have a nice house somewhere, and um, yeah, trying. You know, you trying to use it so I can, something like a, I don't know, probably sell a charity or something like that, and then, much, yeah. but have a nice, nice, nice house, nice car studio
2: um i, I think, think it's, what else. It's, 10, it's ten million enough to retire on from now until when you die
1: definitely
0: i think okay. i think you can ease. you could ease. there are people out there who've had millions and they blew it there's a lot of actors and actresses out there who've who've got money and they've blew it i think okay. you is it yeah well, i mean is, it, is he an example i mean i don't, I don't know where he's yeah, at financially he's-
1: he spent he spent millions on bloody dance. <laughs> and his money. What? And now he's now he's doing like the worst film was ever. Like I, I saw his Dad recent film got a
0: two his recent film got a two-star review, didn't it? I saw <laughs>
1: Yeah, guys, uh, yeah, he's an inter- interesting guy. Interesting guy. The, the but, problem no, is, 10 million is more than enough. I'll, I'll give, I'll help, set on my family as well. I'll set on my brothers, mm, yeah, and give some money to Huntington's um, Huntington's charity. That's what, right? So, what, once you've done all of that, medal, how much is left for you, and
2: can you retire on that at, at your I'd age? Probably
1: little from a million, you know what I mean? Nah, that, that,
2: that wouldn't go far because think if you buy a house, that would take up what three tenths of that. Thirty percent of that, perhaps, maybe forty percent. You
1: know, and what do you
2: do with the rest? Furniture? Then that's then that's another ten well, percent.
1: what Before furniture are it? you getting? <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. Right, what... it's no, you could do. You invest it properly. I, I'm, I'm still saying I'd be working. I'd be working still. I'd, i still work.
0: Yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't sit back and retire and not do anything oh, just sit back on yeah. that money because that money, you know, like okay, when you've bought all that stuff, is that going to make you happy? You know, like there's. Money is just a tool, I think, which yeah can make you do good things and provide things for people. But I think there's a deeper thing behind money. I think this is like where people get it twisted because they don't actually know what makes them happy. So they buy loads of shit that they think makes them happy, but it's, mm-hmm. you know once they've got all that, they've got a nice car, they've got you know a nice house, you know perhaps a wife and you know all of these things, and and then they end up probably drinking or having mental health problems because they've accumulated all these things that I thought brought them happiness, but kind of, it doesn't. But I think like you said, it's that I think, you know, it's that kind of value that you provide and, and what, what is it that you're going to do with that money? That's going to make a difference to, you know, someone else's life or, you know, like I said, your family. It, yeah. It would make me happy if I want to lot Cause I, I set my family up and, and like you said, do that. So that would mm-hmm. make me happy. But a lot of the time people, um, I saw uh, an article and it was saying a lot of people spend the money who win the lottery because of their mindset and their relationship with money that they, they don't believe... Where's he, where's he going? Sorry, I don't
1: mean to be showing wall all my
0: bum. But that's the thing. People people spend the money because they don't have that relationship with it where they think they they should have it, so they spend yeah. it.
2: Yeah.
1: With that, because so I think money can be a great divider. So, for instance, there are downsides. Like my fear is you're going to lose some of your integrity. You're going to lose your determination. Because if you've got that money just sitting there, you're not going to aspire unless you've got that very unique mindset with, like, Elon Musk. But a lot of people think, oh, I've got this money. I'm just going to enjoy myself. And uh, it can be it can be a social divider because you're going to find that your friends um, or your friends might want to leech off you or this sort of mm. stuff and... People will just come to you just because they know you're wealthy, and it, basically you're not co- not seeing you because um, free personality. So I think that's bad. And yeah. then I look at people like is it Manny Pacquiao, uh, the boxer? Um, yeah, he's yeah. An American. I don't very know humble guy. from, Is he mm. Chilean? But either way, he's, he's somewhere very ahead. wealthy, and he's given a lot back to his community. He's built like yeah. infrastructure, housing, sanitation. So in that term, he's got the perfect balance, and he's still approachable. So mm. it can be a great divider, wealth can, a great, great divider, and you lose your integrity and you kind of get put in a box. And like most people assume, oh, the wealthy elite, um, again, that word elite, they're going to think that, they're going to automatically assume you are going to look down them, or at the same time, they're going to come to you to access um, your money. So mm. I, yeah. having that much wealth in the short term, yes, but you're going to find yourself in a very, very, very lonely world. So I don't think I would want it, 10 million. million in mind a few hundred thousand, that'd be great. But I think well, no, that would...
2: 10, 10 million, might might not change. It's up to you whether that's going to change you permanently, Medland. Like 10 million won't instantly... So it's not you changing bad. you.
1: It's not changing you. And that's not the point. It's other people's opinions around you. What? Like I mean, change. You... you can still have your integrity, but other people uh, will approach you with a different mindset. Like they go, they won't approach you because of friendship. They'll approach you because they want your wealth. Well, I mean, uh, like the world if we, is we, If we got 10 million now, Madden, we already know who our friends are. So it will be easy for us to
2: identify anyone mm. new and be able to go, okay, you're you're just here because you want the money or, or such and such. Like we, we we already know like who our real friends are and that sort of stuff. Um, absolutely. If you if you don't want to take your 10 million,
1: i I'll, I'll I'll take the 10 million off you. No, nah, you're. All right. I'm all right, thanks.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're all
1: right. You won't talking of millions and stuff, um, well, not millions. And um, there's a thing in the Daily Mail where basically you can buy tickets to win. Do you remember Sven Eriksson? He was um, England manager yeah. and became a manager of uh, Notts County for a spell. But yeah, he had a penthouse in Nottingham, like a penthouse, five hundred thousand, with access to a swimming pool and a jacuzzi. And they're selling tickets on the Daily Mail um, to to potentially win it. And the free So, yeah, that's the latest thing I've done, you know. I can't hear you. Is that, is that still going? No. Uh, Medlin's
2: oh, Med- won it. it. Yeah, it is. I will to buy tickets. Oh, oh,
1: yeah,
2: I, 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 think,
0: I think it baffles me when I see people lost some money and I think, you know, I I couldn't sit back and not help, do you know what to me, make, try and make a difference in some way to people because I know there are people out there yeah. who are suffering or need it, you know To me, I, I don't want to put it to work towards a cause or something.
2: I think like filling food banks, I mean, like, 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 like all your local food banks,
1: that would be, cool. be pretty cool. Well, buy all the <laughs> foods, so and no one else can have it. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, mean, of. <laughs> I mean, you think of the COVID, think you think, you think of the COVID situation and where people, you know, are, um, you know, businesses and things like that, you know, like, for example, you know, you could set something up to help businesses who need money and, and there's there's always Obviously, something you can do with it. The
2: government, aren't they? Businesses are getting like zero percent loans and stuff from the government. Um, like zero percent, all As far as I'm aware, yeah, there's like zero percent loans. Although there's like there's like terms for qualifying. Like you've 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 had to be established for so long mm. before you can oh, get the loan or something like so that. So not
1: new startups then. It's just uh, for established businesses. Yeah,
2: pretty much, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah like okay. new, new new startups are pretty much screwed unless you like the government.
1: Yeah.
0: The the thing is as well, like that money when you die, you can't take it with you. So I mean, like what are you going you know in those moments in your life, you know, looking back you to someone else. Get a gold coffin. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> <enough>. oh, <gosh>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's but that's the thing, like when you're looking back, do you know you know, do you want to look at the back of the things that you did with that money and how you help people? Do you know what I mean? Like
2: yeah. thinking like you know, I oh, say you did well with your with with, with your time and you, and you made the right decisions.
0: Yeah. yeah i just didn't hold on to it selfishly and not do anything with it you know
1: but again yeah, it goes back to what we said at the start like socialization is what your values are so for instance mm. it could be amassing loads of wealth or it could be your legacy and i think for a lot mm. of men and women saying that the most important um, intrinsic thing is their legacy what influence they've done like I said before, like even if that's just a case of making one person happy and in turn mm. them helping other people, well, that's excellent, that's mm. excellent. But a lot of people have this weight where they have to do something ridiculous. No, t- take it in your own pace. Like Everyone mm. has the ability to do good and bad, but try and sway it where you're doing positive into the world. So if you could bring something positive, then you've achieved your last goal. That's it. Mm. Bring up children, yeah. you know, all sorts of stuff making other people yeah. happy, the friendships you have. So it entirely depends on your values, really.
0: Yeah, I, think that's, I think that's a really good point. And I think, you know, I've I spoken to a few people who've been in dark places and they've, they've been, like, homeless and had hard things happening. And, you know, they, they, they've made a choice to change their life and turn it around. I think, like, you know, you have to have those values, don't you? You need to make that choice
2: to kind of Integrity. see... You know, yeah. Integrity farms yeah yeah um, but i've to i've just I've been so long yes um, oh crap
0: that's all right it's been it's been great having you on the pot yeah still there it's been great having you on, yeah, oh, oh, having you yeah. on church <laughs> sorry man yeah I just
2: it's, just it's, it's quarter to four I've, I've, got, I've got to go now so uh yeah thank you very much guys really appreciate your time. Yeah, Take care, church. Uh, a pleasure. And, uh, yeah i'll speak to you soon and Madeline. i'll see you uh probably the weekend if we go we are going I'll, for I'll a bike ride, because I've got a spare bike in Yeah, the yeah. If, if, you, if you've got the spare bike, I'll take that, because I don't think I've got it's one. It's pink. One.
1: Obviously, <laughs> it's not pink. It's black.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> it's all right, lads. See you in a bit. Yeah. You see going, you later. later, See you.
1: All right, on that note, Adam, where are you? Yeah, I'm in yeah, here. I think, I think here. I've got loads of deliveries that have just come through. I, just got, I keep freaking yeah. that, because I'm getting notifications from Amazon. Like, hey, yeah, I'm yeah, no worries. Whatever bollocks I ordered. <laughs> Not more red dye. That red dye Not about ruined everything. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you said earlier.
0: You said to me <laughs> you was dyeing your shoes red and you dropped the bottle and they went all over your room.
1: Red by a cap like an absolute pleb and it just went everywhere. Do you know those moments oh. when you've done something so bad? You just look. I just looked at my crush. It was red. Oh, ha, ha, ha. oh. yeah. Redhead. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I just literally looked at it and was like. Oh, no. It was my work stuff as well for Monday. This uh, is my work shirt. This is why I'm wearing it now because it's decent and clean. I want to yeah. show your listeners that. Yeah. <laughs> know, I'm <laughs> but now it went everywhere, and that's why the podcast is a bit late. And unfortunately, oh, don't I've worry, it's don't worry.
0: You know, like life happens. It's absolutely fine as long as it's all good now. Oh, but,
1: because um, your red dye you clean it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's it's a pleasure having
0: you on the podcast, um, Josh. Is there anything else that you want to say or anything like that?
1: Um, just yeah, just, just to finish a note like, to your listeners uh, obviously there's a lot of negative things out there at the moment but don't fixate on anything too much um, if anything um, don't look for rooms of improvement don't look at yourself in self-reflection so bad just think it's a gradual process development doesn't happen overnight if you've got it in your head uh, you've, you wish to pursue something to make a positive change in the world you're already mm-hmm. starting in the right steps of 2021 so yeah mm. um, just a lot of love hope you're all okay and yeah um, positive mindset if you can and mm. being realistic so yeah that's, that's my final message
0: yeah no I love that Josh and um, I really really agree with you and uh, you know I wish you all the best in what you're doing and uh, you know everyone listening I wish you all the best for this year as well
1: yeah same, man. Well, same to you Adam and yeah take care bro no you too man cheers man alright see you in a bit got it. Adam, got it. Adam, got it. Um,
0: Hi, and thanks for listening to the Parsis Podcast. If you yourself has a story that you'd like to share to be on the podcast, please let me know at the Podcast at gmail.com. Or if you know somebody that has a story that they would like to share or their experience from life, please tell them to get in touch with me at thepilotcitypodcast at gmail.com. Um So yeah, see you soon. Take care.